Hello everyone, welcome back to a declassified UFO file, the Blue Book Sessions. And today's episode is episode 9, Abduction. I'm sorry if I'm sounding a little frantic, but I just realized something happened two days ago that may cause a bit of an uplift in these sessions that may not be a good thing for some but might be good for me. Who knows? But right now, I don't know how to explain it to anyone, not even myself right now. But right now, what I do know is that this is not looking good for the sessions. We are nearly near the end, folks, which I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but we are near the end, and I'm honest, if that's a good thing, that's a good thing. But right now, I need to get myself a drink, while I'm doing this session. This session is episode 9, Abduction. The synopsis, as it shows, if I recall correctly, was about... Heineck is now drawn into a situation, more or less a case, where he literally can't escape when a man arrives at Blue Book headquarters with his wife, claiming he was abducted by aliens. Now, this episode starts off kind of different, if I'm truly honest. Not like the normal episodes that we see with Project Blue Book. But, again, this is different. This is a lot more different than it used to be. Basically, Heineck has come in. He was meant to be teaching a class, but he decided otherwise. And to go ahead and, um... What was it? He decided to go ahead and come to Blue Book headquarters himself instead of teaching at his class at Ohio State. And... He wanted to um, resign from the project. He just feels like he's not been telling the truth well, like properly to anyone, and he wants to tell the truth. He wants all the crap that he's done to be his, all his research, everything, all to be his. No one to take it from him. Or anything. He wants to have it so it's all his. Meanwhile, when Quinn sees him there early he's wondering why are you here like he doesn't know what's going on exactly but he does know that his partner is acting very suspicious and as soon as they start talking about it how he wants to resign and whatnot he's like you you can't do that well you can't really take your research with you you can't do that sort of thing and meanwhile while he's doing this A man named Thomas, Staff Sergeant Thomas Mann, and his wife Vivian come into Blue Book headquarters with a gun, no less. Barge in, in a sense, not really abduct or kidnap or hold him hostage, but in a sense, holds him captive, detained in a sense, and says, I want to get some answers and I need help. He needs to get to the bottom of this situation that's been bothering him ever since he came back from the war. He was classified as a Section 8 due to some shell shock he endured overseas. And now, nine months later, after he called Blue Book originally to get some help, when it was just him, it just Quinn on his own, Quinn didn't um, help him at all. Now the tables have turned. Now we need to get the help now before something bad happens. Meanwhile, Susie decides to go ahead and um, stage an attempt. Not really an attempt, but stage an attack. Uh, like 
that her husband does on her, where she in turn goes to Mimi for help again. They decide to start drinking. She's saying that Alan's resigning from Blue Book. All this and that is happening. We're just going to do whatever, what have you. They start getting a little tipsy for their own, like, a little too tipsy for their own good. But uh, they start getting tipsy, having fun. And, um... Excuse me. A few things kind of go on in that sense, but, um... More or less, the whole thing seems to be... Once they discover the truth, they don't really know what else is happening. All they know is that, um... This episode, in a sense, is dealing with something that they don't know what is going on. They, like, Thomas Mann comes in and talks about the whole situation and says, Okay, this is what happened to me. Can you guys help me with what's going on? He tells them his whole story about how he was so-called abducted by aliens. He doesn't know exactly if he was abducted or not, but he... Um, knows that he hasn't been the same for the past couple of months. And, um... While he, um... While he's doing all that, they're talking, he out of nowhere just kind of blacks out and then comes back to normal and has a gun in his hand and starts to kind of freak out and threaten Heineken Quinn. While this is also happening, he decides to say, I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy, I need help now. And Heineck starts to believe him a little bit and decides to say, you know what, let me hypnotize you to see if I can help you a little bit better. And see if I can get some of the effects that happen to you. Oh, what now? What now? Oh. I guess some static is going on because I guess the message that I've been blasting with my um, last couple of episodes, I've been blasting a message in code with numbers, and it seems to have gotten, I guess, some red lights going off, I guess. I don't know. Because now I'm hearing something outside. I don't know if it's birds or something else. I don't know. But besides the fact they're doing that, he decides to hypnotize him. While keeping Faye and Captain, like, Captain Quinn hostage outside with uh, Vivian, his wife Vivian, keeping them basically like right outside the door. And then when something happens where it's, he starts to scream and panic, Heineck gets into a, like, um, tries to, like, Vivian comes in, tries to see what's going on. She um, forces them, like, like, I guess Faye takes off after the standoff kind of happens. Like, she's safe. The MPs are on their way now to figure something out. While Quinn and Heineck start to have a bit of a scuffle. And Thomas and his wife go into another room and perform a bit of a surgery of sorts to get some sort of device out of the back of his neck that he knows was in there for the longest time. And he thinks was implanted by the... Alien visitors. After all this has happened, they, like after Quinn and Heineck have uh, done their little scuffle, they find those two 
and investigate the little item and see what's going on. When that happens, the phone starts ringing and it seems to be the military or what have you, the authorities trying to get a situ- get the situation under control. Meanwhile, after Susie went over to Mimi to get some help and relax, I guess she must have drugged her and decided to help her take off her clothes. I don't know what exactly happened. I know they shared a small kiss, but I don't know if it was... They became entangled in some sort of um, sexual intercourse or anything of that sort. I don't really know. I noticed I saw a little bit of it, but it didn't seem like they really went that extreme route in this show. I don't think they would do something like that because this is the 50s and 60s after all, and they don't really... uh, If I'm honest, the U.S. conservativeness, like the conservative nature of North America kind of ruins it a lot. Like, even though there's, like, sexual sexual activity out there all the time, it's not as open as it should be in North America, it feels like. We're starting to slowly open up, but I don't think we're opening up as well as we should out here. But that's beside the fact. Basically, what happens is she wakes up a couple hours later. Susie's taken off. She said, I hope you feel better with a note. And decides to go meet with her contact. And when she does basically pops him a couple of times in the chest and just lets him die and takes the evidence of whatever she had on Mimi and the rest of the family of the rest of the Heineck family for herself and whatever happens we see the man in black again after everything's happened after Thomas has gotten shot at Blue Book headquarters and he gets taken off by some airman medics they decide to help him out they decide to go their way and we don't really know what happens to him exactly. All we know is that the man in black has shown up at the Heineck's residence and is saying that uh, Alan needs to go to Washington, D.C. right now due to something that's happening in there. I guess that involves proof of what actually has been going on in the past couple of months or years or what have you. He wants to say, hey, there's finally proof of what you've been wanting for the longest time. Go get it. And when he does that, uh, Heineck decides to go himself anyways tells Mimi and his son Joel about it and decides to just take off and just go he doesn't have any sort of way to go about it he has to tell them the truth and just say that like there's no secrets or anything like that he was considering quitting and now he has taken off for Washington DC and that's how the episode ends so I could guess I guess this could be technically a two-parter episode but I'm not gonna do it like that. For season two, when that starts up, there will be a two-parter episode, and I will do it like I did with Cowboy Bebop, where it'll be on the on one day, and then the, and later on in the week there'll be another episode. But when that crossroad happens, that'll happen. I'm not worried about that just yet. I'm worried about finishing this up, and I'm gonna say this episode, on the scale of one to ten, was an eight. Definitely very close. It was bordering on a nine. I hate to say it, I don't want to put I don't want to give it a 0.5 because that just kind of makes it more muddled. I don't want to say a 0.6 or yada yada yada. It's a toss up between eight or nine right now. I'm definitely gonna say on the first watch it is an eight. If I come back to it again with a redux viewing of the series, I will definitely give you my opinion on that. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, this is this episode is getting an eight. 
my final thoughts on it. It's a good episode. It's definitely one I've been kind of waiting for for a long time where there's been some buildup for something to happen. And now there's something happening. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing that's happening, but honestly, that's up to us, the viewers, to find out. So until then, this is Scott Betson signing out and transmission. Eight, one, five, four, five, six, five, nine.